Hello and welcome to the Dear Citrus Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hodgen, and I'm a food and beverage lover. From design to development and all the in-between, this podcast is about my life as a 20-something-year-old navigating the ups and downs of the everyday. So grab a cup of matcha or your favorite functional beverage, get cozy, and let's dive in. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 7 a.m. EST for a brand new episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. It is a freezing Saturday morning here in Columbus while I'm recording this. I usually never, like repeat, never work on Saturdays, but I had a couple things I needed to do this morning because a good thing, I got like a really big influx of projects and of work last week, and I just completely ran out of time. And uh, so I was like, okay, I was like, let me take a couple hours on Saturday, literally like three, to like finish a couple things. It'll be fine. Truth be told, I am feeling really tired right now. I woke up with a headache. I was just like, I'm not feeling it. I was just not going to do it. But then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to feel so much better when I get all this done. And I am not an advocate to be working, you know, past your 40 hours or past your Monday through Friday schedule or whatever your schedule is. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And I think this like idea of boundaries and of like when you work and them being so strict. I know I did an episode about this a while ago, but I think it's like you have to have some flexibility there or there's no point in the boundaries. Like why do we set boundaries? That's like been something I've been thinking about and just like with scheduling too because I've been trying to find a better schedule that works for me and not so much in a when am I working what hours am I working what does my morning routine and my night routine look like but more so like what day of the week am I going to work on what because I have a lot of like reoccurring retainer projects and clients and so just trying to figure out like what day makes sense based on like when I know like the client is working and can respond and like I don't know so anyway I've just like been trying to figure out schedules with it and it's been a little stressful and it's probably why I'm working on a Saturday is because I haven't found the perfect outline to get everything done. But I think like this idea that like you have to stick to your schedule and if you don't stick to it, like you've done something wrong or you haven't accomplished something or I don't even know, like you're breaking a rule is so ridiculous because it's like you just have to do what feels good for you and if sometimes like doing a little bit of work on the weekend so that you're not super stressed Sunday night or like have the Sunday scaries or are just like bombarded with work the following week is fine like you have to do what you have to do I remember I saw somebody this was a while ago and they were like I do like I think it was like one hour of work on Sundays I think or maybe it was on Saturdays I can't remember and they were like, I just kind of like make my to-do list for the following week. I respond and like schedule out emails for Monday if there's anything I need to respond to. And I do just like a few little things. And she was like, and it has made the Sunday scaries go away or like much, much better. And so I've been thinking about that a lot. I don't know if I'm going to be somebody who's going to do an hour of work like every Saturday because I like my time to hang out. But Today was fine. I had a rush project I had to work on. I need to record this podcast episode and I had to edit the guest episode that you're going to hear on Wednesday, which is such a lovely conversation with Emily and Drew of Resist Protein Bars. They are two amazing women, both NYU graduates, and they came together to form Resist. And Resist is a protein bar company that is there to support your hormones. And we have such a 
just needed conversation about hormones that feels like three friends just talking in the comfort of their own home. Like it's not, I don't know, like I think sometimes you hear conversations about hormones and it feels very out of touch. It feels very medical. It feels kind of sterile and this, you know, we're just all sharing our experiences and how we've gone from Western medicine to Eastern medicine to following more like holistic routes and just like what that whole path has looked. And it really goes to show that everyone's path is different, but we are all plagued by the same issues of the medical system, like not understanding women, not understanding that there's other paths than traditional medicine and just kind of pushing us into this box to accept all these crazy symptoms as normal. And so we really get into it and we talk through the whole thing. We talk through resist their bars and just why they were formulated the way they are. And it is so cool to watch people like my age and that have just like done what they want to do and have really like gotten there and they have succeeded in their goals and aspirations and are building something that has such a purpose-driven mission behind it. And I just, I love talking to them and it was such a lovely conversation. I'm so excited for you to hear it. I'm in the midst of editing it, but that will be out on Wednesday. And I think like on the topic of hormones, I know like I've talked quite a bit and I talked quite a bit in that episode as well, kind of, of what my journey has looked like, but we haven't really done like a check-in episode about just like hormones and health and life. Um, if you're a longtime listener, and I'm sure you've heard me repeat it in quite a few guest episodes, I kind of feel bad whenever I'm like, yeah, and in 2018, I got diagnosed with chronic migraines. And it's like all the OG listeners know this. Like they've heard me say this so many times, but sometimes it's like it comes up in conversation. You have to remind the guests, which whatever it may be. But um, yeah, so if you don't know, if you're a new listener, which hey, um, I got diagnosed with chronic migraines in 2018. It set off this whole holistic journey that, you know, previously I'd gone through medications. Then I went the holistic route. And then through that, I kind of changed like everything I was eating, all of my cleaning products. I went the non-toxic sustainable route at the same time, or not the same time, I guess it was maybe like two years later, I accepted a job at a um, design firm and a lot of the clients were in the sustainability wellness space so it really just deepened all of my love for all of that and it introduced me to a lot of new practices and new routines and just new things that I could look at for healing and I'm really thankful for all the introductions that that brought I think it did push me into a territory of maybe being a little too much. I don't want to say that because I hate when that word is used in tandem with talking about women, but this idea of like maybe I was like pushing a little too much. Maybe I was being a little too restrictive or a little too harsh and maybe I was being a little too judgmental of people who weren't living like me. And I think, you know, once I got removed from that, I was like, let me go the not complete opposite direction, but I basically kind of threw my hands up in the air and was like, I'm tired of restricting what I'm eating. I'm tired of using cleaning products I don't absolutely love or, you know, I don't know, like all these different things. So I kind of just like went the opposite direction. And interesting enough, my migraines really didn't come back because when I had originally switched my diet, within like three months, my migraines were cut in half by a year down the line, six months or so. Um, they were basically gone and now what like five years later six years later um 
I don't get them hardly at all. I get maybe once a month if I'm like super, super stressed. And, um, you know, through all of that, I, you know, afterwards kind of changed and went back to just eating whatever the fuck I wanted. And it was also when I was going through a very difficult period of my life. And I was just like, why am I going to continue restricting when I'm already stressed? Like adding unnecessary, in some ways unnecessary restriction on top of a very stressful period in life is like, why am I doing this to myself? Like those restrictions are, you know, annoying me or making me upset or whatever, or just causing me more feelings that like I don't have the bandwidth to deal with. And I just realized like it's not worth it. And so I went back to eating meat. I still don't eat a ton of meat, but I definitely eat it now. Um, I still feel weird about it. It's something that I'm still kind of like trying to figure out what the best relationship is for me. I think when I wasn't eating meat, I wasn't getting enough protein because I can't eat any soy products. So that was removing a lot of vegan protein sources, which made it quite difficult. And I think when I was just in this period of the last year of just being so stressed, I was like, I need more protein. I was doing fine before. I was finding other ways to eat, but my stress levels were a lot lower and I wasn't going through like the mental health crisis that I was in the past year. And so switching my diet back was so necessary at that time because as much as, and I hope I don't offend anybody listening, as much as people who are vegan and plant-based tell you that you can get an equal amount of protein sources by not eating, um, you know, animal products is just, I don't know, in my mind, like from just how I feel, this is the only thing I'm basing it off of. Like it just doesn't feel true. I think like you have to have everything else be a perfect storm around you for you to get enough protein while you're plant-based. Like every area of your life needs to be set up and maintained well and that is just so much work and if you're going through a mental health crisis or just any sort of like I don't know like lower period in life if you don't have the bandwidth to take care of and maintain all those other areas of your life like how you're eating otherwise what supplements you're taking um like what your mineral intake is, like all those kind of things. And if you don't have it in a perfect balance, it's really hard to be plant-based and to get enough protein. And I hate saying that because I want to believe that like a plant-based diet would work for everybody, but everybody's body is so different. And this is something that I'm still trying to understand. So please don't come for me. I promise you I'm doing my own research on all this and like trying to figure out like the best way to mesh everything together. But I think it's it's just difficult. And so anyway, not to like go on a whole rant about plant-based living, I think it's great and it worked really well for me during that period of time where I needed to just like par things down and I needed just like a very fresh, very minimal, very clean diet. And now I feel like I'm back in a era of my life where I'm super busy, there's a lot going on, I need a lot of energy and like that diet just wasn't matching I don't know that's really all I can say and I'm not saying I have literally any scientific or nutritious nutrition um like background to back any of this up I'm just going off of purely how I felt and so anyway I'm like I'm going on a rant I'm sorry but you know I changed my whole diet back and throughout 
all this time my hormones have just been kind of like all over the place but like kind of not like they've been pretty regular but then I won't get my period for like a month two months and it's like what what's going on here and I did talk quite a bit about like hormones and my period and everything I was going through um, on the podcast and on social media and I had done a series on social media about like coming off of birth control and I remember I was sharing more and then I had gotten a DM I might have already talked about this on here but I got in a DM and it was in, it was like right after Roe v. Wade got overturned, which was an absolutely terrible thing and you don't need me to tell you that, but I got a DM and the person was like, you might want to be careful sharing like when you've missed your period or your period being irregular or anything like that because you just never know how it could come back to haunt you and I was like, that is something I never thought about that is so scary that is insane that we have to worry about that as people who get periods and we that's a whole other conversation that we can get into but I kind of stopped sharing about it and then when I recorded this episode with Drew and Emily I was like oh my gosh I haven't talked about this in quite a long time and I was like I want to talk about more in the solo episode of just like what the hell life has been like I feel like I need to do like three or four catch-up episodes because I don't know like I just feel like there's been so much going on in the background that I haven't even like brushed the surface of talking about but anyway I uh yeah so my periods have been kind of like they've been pretty much regular and then like they just like will go away for two months and it's so interesting because I think every single time I want to pinpoint it to like oh like this thing is wrong with me or I have this condition or like this is happening because like I didn't eat enough like protein or like leafy greens or whatever like this month or I didn't take this supplement and like I want to dial it down to something and I do think like that is important when you're going through something to want to find the root cause you should want to find the root cause you shouldn't just want to put a band-aid on something at least from my point of view and I think that's why a lot of people fall out of love with western medicine is because it's such a band-aid fix it's not a root cause fix and that's why you hear a lot of people that kind of like go through these chronic things they try to go the western route they get tired of the band-aid they go the eastern route and they find the root cause or at least find a way to kind of treat the root cause or honor the root cause and when I was like actually looking back at like the periods where my period was irregular and where like you know maybe things were a little off maybe my symptoms were worse whatever it may be was periods of time where my stress levels were so incredibly intense and through whatever it may have been of just like mental health issues of just like personal issues of work issues most of it came back to work issues but it just got to the point where it was like eating me alive like I felt like my insides were deteriorating because of how stressed I was and it's like when I would look at my period it was almost like I had blinders on to that stress and I think we forget not forget I don't want to say we because I don't want to make it generalized but I think I forget just how much stress really affects us and it's not just like oh I'm stressed today like haha like I've had a stressful day at work it's like no like that stress is felt so much throughout every area of our body and I already talked about this last week but I really have been trying to prioritize this feeling of like you know looking at the positive side and not so much of like a everything's rosy everything's gonna work out perfect but just like 
looking at things and not assuming the worst I think is more so like how I'm looking at it is like either taking a positive or a neutral stance on something but absolutely not taking the negative stance and just dealing with things in the present moment rather than worrying about the future has helped my stress levels so incredibly much in just like the past two weeks to a month since I've really been like making it a point to work on this and I uh you know through this I kind of realized like okay like I need to get my stress levels down because I need my hormones to be in balance because it all works together you know like if your hormones are out of whack it's gonna affect your stress levels and just like you processing things and how you feel and all of that and then you know if you're stressed it's gonna make those hormone levels even worse and just like make you feel out of whack in all the things and so I've been prioritizing that and it was like once I kind of got my stress levels under wraps and like got it figured out my period came back like nothing happened it was not painful it was fine and it was such a weird sense of relief because it was like I I have the power to make myself feel better and I have the power to change how my body feels and how I respond to things and how that response affects how my body then responds to its cycles and methods but then at the same time it's like oh my gosh I just willingly put my body through so much for so many months I'm like upset that I did that to myself and I know that at the time I don't want to say there's nothing I could do because there's always probably a path that I could have taken that would have made me feel better but I was doing what I thought was best at the time which has panned out to be in some ways true um you know we don't need to go into that whole like gambit of like work stress and things because we've talked about it so much I kind of feel annoying bringing it up but I like look back at it I'm like I was doing everything I possibly could with what I had in front of me and maybe if I had hundreds of thousands of dollars to be spending on like all these treatments and going to acupuncture every week and you know I don't even know like getting a massage and going to a sauna and having a gym membership and like all these things like maybe I could have helped my stress levels which would have helped my hormones but I wasn't at a point where like I could do all of that and like wanted to invest in all of that and even like I think my diet like I still have maintained eating well and like eating naturally and clean whatever we want that to mean but I think I just like kind of got away from a lot of the like health and like wellness routines that I did I haven't gone to acupuncture in a while I need to go see my naturopath like I need to go to the gym or like a workout class and like move my body outside of walking like there are so many things I have to do but I think a lot of the times when we talk about hormones and when we talk about just like health in general it's always brought back to like okay what is the next like service I can do what is the next thing I can purchase like there's so much of a financial aspect into healing your hormones and into feeling better that it's nauseating I think like I think that's why I pulled away from a lot of it because I was like why am I spending so much money every month doing all this kind of stuff when is it helping could my body just be fine if we pared it back down to just the basics and that's a lot of what I've been figuring out of like what are the basic things I can do that aren't a huge investment that are going to make me feel better some things I figured out are obviously going for a walk every day which I've maintained doing but I think like it's 
it's just such a nice time and also I make it a point I can't leave my phone at home when I go on a walk just for like safety reasons I think I think it's unsafe when if you don't have a form of communication with you when you're on a walk just because you never know you know and that's the thing that we have to deal with in this world but going for walks stretching that's been like a big thing because I feel like my mobility not that it's not great but I just feel like stiff all the time because I go from sitting at my desk all day to standing in the kitchen to like standing in the shower to going for a walk to like sitting on my couch to going to bed like there's just not a lot of movement in there and so I have been working to get you know more limber I guess and that's just helped because when your body feels better it's going to respond better at least in my experience and other than that I've been really good about drinking electrolytes I received one of the podcast guests that's coming on in February is Chris Buckman from Goodanya which is a restaurant out in Southern California, but also a mineral-based, um, like, electrolyte and um, what am, what's the word I'm trying to think of? They make electrolytes and collagen powder. I can't think of the overarching term. Like, supplement kind of brand. That still doesn't feel like the right word. Anyway, you get my drift. But she sent me some of her electrolyte powders, and I'm obsessed. And so, I was using the Bowie ones, then I saw some meh reviews about Bowie, and I was like, I need to find a cleaner alternative, and Chris so graciously sent me some, and so I've been drinking that. They make me feel so much better, and when your body is hydrated, it can function properly, so please, for the love of God, drink your water, and other than that, like, I've just been taking it slow, and not slow as in, like, moving slow and not doing a lot, but just not letting my mind race, which... I hate saying that because if somebody told me that like a couple months ago of just being like just don't just don't think about it just don't worry about it like it doesn't work that way and when I say all these things like I know that like a couple months ago I was still doing all these things and I still felt like shit and my mental health was still really bad and so I don't want it to ever feel like when I say these things that I'm trying to provide some sort of like band-aid fix to things or like saying like oh you know no matter what factors we're talking about or what thing you're dealing with, like these things will make you feel better. I think from like an overarching perspective, they make you feel better and they make you, they're things that you should be doing regardless of how you feel, um, whether you feel really great or whether you're going through something. And I don't think it would have made like a huge, like I don't think I wouldn't have had the mental health crisis I did like if I was doing the thing, these things or if I wasn't but I do think it made me feel better and keep a baseline which is the most that we can hope for and then you kind of figure out what to do with the things that pop up and I've just been trying to like nurture that baseline and then figure out like what else I need to be doing and whether that's talking to somebody to a therapist whether that is seeking out in you know a psychiatrist or any sort of medication like it is okay to go towards western medicine I know a lot of the conversations on this podcast a lot of the guests we talk a lot about you know moving away from the pharmaceutical industry and moving away from western medicine but I don't want it to ever be the idea of like you can't take pharmaceuticals or you can't go that route I think it's just nice to have a balance between the two and like honor what you're putting into your body both ways and so I don't know I'm like going on like a whole tangent about this but that's just what happens when I record on a Saturday um but 
you know, I think it's just important to maintain the baseline and just maintain the things that you're doing that you know make you feel good. And then if you need other things to supplement with it, then do it and figure out what that is. But those are the things that I know like I absolutely have to do every day and also like getting sunlight. That's so important. It's been gloomy as hell in Columbus for the past like week. The sun has come out for like maybe a couple hours the last two days, but that's it. And it's barely been out, which has been very annoying. But I think like having all those things, that's like the bare minimum that I need to do. And that's different for everybody else. But yeah, I don't know. It's like weird. And I do think that by doing those things, it helps lower my stress levels or at least like ground me that then I can do the other things I need to do and my hormones have responded well on top of it so highly recommend if you're like interested of like working with a naturopath when you're doing this to get more direction they can give you a lot more information about what you specifically need to do but movement sun and hydration are always a really great place to start and yeah check out the episode on wednesday with drew and emily of resist they are so amazing and so knowledgeable and it's really the conversation about hormones that i've been wanting to have for a really long time and it just feels like three friends chatting and you know you're sitting there listening and i'm excited for you to hear it and so yeah with that that's today's episode it was kind of like a random health wellness chit chat but I like recording it and it's fun to do and I hope you enjoyed it and I will catch you on Wednesday for the guest episode and then I'll be back next Monday with another solo episode and be sure to check out the Substack. All the information is in the show notes. There are three newsletters that go out a week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday and it's just such a fun community over there. So keep in touch, follow the journey uh, and let me know if you need anything. Thank you so much for listening to the Dear Citrus Diaries podcast hosted by me, Lauren Hodgen. Be sure to subscribe to our Substack and follow along on Instagram and TikTok to stay in the know, discover recipes, and so much more. Find everything linked in the show notes below, and I'll catch you next Monday at